Come and dream with me. Hello, welcome to this 73rd annual Primetime Emmy Awards predictions episode of What Do You Want to Watch? I'm your host, Ashley Hobbley. Joining me today to be beaten in predictions again, Dylan Blight. That's my, well, there always has to be a loser, you know? And that's my job with these, apparently. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I guess, you know, Emmy Awards come this coming Monday at time of release. Uh, should be an interesting show to say the very least. I mean, how's it? I don't know. I've been keeping up with what exactly what they're doing, but yeah, I know Cedric the Entertainer is meant to host. Some people are going to be outside, some people are going to be inside. Not everybody's going to be there. That is gonna, at least there'll be people present. <laughs> it won't be completely on Zoom this year, but uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting ceremony. Last year was actually not that bad, I felt, considering. Considering <laughs> what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got exactly. some great moments. Uh, particularly, I remember the, the Emmy hazmat dude waving at Riz Ahmed through the door. Quite good. Quite funny. Yeah. Considering it's a global pandemic and lots of people are dying. And, but, I mean, we had a laugh, didn't we? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, again, this year we're going through our predictions. Uh, the ballot we've gotten from The Gold Knight, which you can find over at thegoldknight.com, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, check them out. And, you know, if you want to fill out your own ballot, uh, let's start here at the bottom. Let's start with... Directing for a variety series, the nominees are Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, Trump and the Election Results slash Fuck 2020, Late Night with Seth Meyers, episode 1085A, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, live show following Nat Capital Insurrection, Real Time with Bill Maher, uh, episode 1835, and Saturday Night Live host Dave Chappelle. Dylan, what are you predicting for this category? Um, I went with last like, week tonight because that's just my gut feeling to just always sort of pick that whenever I can for the most part. Uh, although, I, I will say my runner-up may be the Dave Chappelle thing. So, that's if I had a secondary pick, it would probably be that. I've gone with Saturday Night Live because they've won the last two or three in the directing category. Uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick it up again. You know, it's interesting the timing of all these directed episodes. Um, obviously... Right after Trump loses the election, or <laughs> right after the Capitol insurrection, you know, really great times for jokes. I think. Yeah. Good times. Lots of comedy to be found. Yep. All right. Next up, writing for a variety series. The nominees are the Amber Ruffin Show, a Black Lady Sketch Show, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and Saturday Night Live. I've gone with Last Week Tonight. I assume you've done the same, Dylan. I have done the same. Yes. Yep. Uh. Not surprising there, but, you know, it's cool to see the Amber Ruffin show pick up a nomination. What is that? I don't even know what that is. That's on Peacock, so Amber Ruffin's a, like a regular on uh, Seth Meyers. She's got her own talk show oh. on Peacock. So, yeah. It's two things that I've never watched in my life. Cool. <laughs> I've seen Peacocks in real life, though. Yeah? Just I've seen a Peacock and a Peacock. Next category. Best Variety Sketch Series. The nominees are A Black Lady Sketch Show and Saturday Night Live. Tell them what you got. SNL. Yeah, this I've also got SNL. I get the feeling this category is very close to being retired. 
It was literally two shows. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like, a 50-50 yeah. How is It that? is a nearly not, not necessary at all. Yeah, maybe they just yeah. need to broaden the category, you know? Why isn't uh, that Tim Robinson show about That's actually here? a good point, because Why isn't, that is uh, a sketch show. Why isn't Donna's stuff here? That is another very good point. You know, unless they're putting themselves up for comedy, which is silly because they've got more of a chance of winning an Emmy in this category. That's like, now that you point out those two shows, I'm like, why the fuck aren't they in here? Like, <laughs> they're not going to win. SNL is going to win any time. But the point is, at least there would be. They've got a better chance of getting nominated for something. At least you nominated them. Emmy nominated Arnie Donner. Yeah, that sounds has a ring to it. That has a good ring to it, yeah. All right, uh, and the big one, best, most outstanding variety talk series nominees are Conan, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week's Night with John Oliver, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I've gone with Conan. I think he's going to get the the you know last season, uh, get that goodbye love. This is a long shot, but you know, I think I feel like there might be a groundswell of Emmy voters who. See, this is the last opportunity to thank you for his 20-plus years of service to the TV industry. Everything you've just said made a lot of sense, and yet I've still picked Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, that the, the goodwill doesn't always work. Yeah, right. not always. Not always. Uh, next up, Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie. The nominees are Renee L- Elise Goldsberry for Hamilton, Catherine Hahn for WandaVision, Moses Ingram for The Queen's Gambit, Julianne Nicholson for Mayor of Easttown, Jean Smart for Mayor of Easttown, and Philippa Sue for Hamilton. So then what have you gone with here? Jean Smart for Mayor of Easttown. Um, I'll just say right wow. now I'm going to have a Mayor of Easttown theme going on a little bit here. I feel like it's sort of going to sweep in my opinion so i'll just get that out of the way now but uh i mean i really like jean smart and basically anything she's in to be honest um but she's really really goodness she's like the 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 comedy levity to a show that's quite serious um and i think she's an integral part of that show so i mean in my opinion out of the two nominees from that show i would have gone julianne nicholson out of them too but i'm going Catherine hahn for wandavision i think she (laughs) That was a you show that everybody watched. Win? I think so. Yeah. Holy shit! You know, I think obviously she's a well-loved actress, and like obviously this show, she caught the imagination, got to play like a bunch of different genres and muck around a whole, I, whole bunch. I hope if she wins, she just comes up and says it was Agatha all along and like walks <laughs> off stage, just sings the theme song and then walks off. Yeah, yeah, and then walks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next category: supporting actor in a limited series slash movie. Nominees are Thomas Brody Sangster for The Queen's Gambit, Davi Diggs for Hamilton, Payapa Isidu for I May Destroy You, Jonathan Groff for Hamilton, Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown, and Anthony Ramos from Hamilton. I've gone with Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown, and from the sound of it, have you gone that way as well? I have also gone with Evan Peters, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not much else to say on that. Uh, I think next up, one of the tightest categories of the night. Lead actress in a limited series or movie. The nominees are Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You, Cynthia Erivo for Genius Aretha, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision, uh, Anya Taylor Joy for 
The Queen's Gambit, and Kate Winslet for Mary's Town. Dylan? This is, I think, the most stacked category out of all the categories, for sure. Like, it's just could be quite happy with a lot of people. Like, I want to pick many, a few names here. There's a few names here that I'd be quite happy to see win. But I am, as you may have guessed, going with Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown. Um, she's just amazing in that. I mean, that whole show is amazing. So, And she's obviously the star of it. She's the lead character. She's the, the, the key person tying it all together. She does such a great job at playing this sort of depressed detective who gets swept up in this small town thing where she's also dealing with family stuff at the same time or whatever else. She just does a really good job of, you can constantly tell like what's happening in that character's mind and whatever else is happening. She's really, really good in it. Yeah. I've also gone Kate Winslet, uh, but you know, it, any of those women picking it up, I wouldn't be surprised or shocked. You know, it's very close. Uh, next up is best lead actor in a limited series or movie. The nominees are Paul Bettany for WandaVision. Hugh Grant for The Undoing, Ewan McGregor for Halston, Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton, and Leslie Odom Jr. for Hamilton. I've gone Paul Bettany for WandaVision. Um, I think that's the most, the biggest performance, like the biggest, most well-known performance out of those five that isn't from the play that was performed three years, five years ago. (laughs) Uh. As much as it hates me... Hey, I hate to say this because it's not my personal pick. Obviously, we're doing what we think will win. I did go Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, best directing for a limited series or movie nominees are Hamilton, I May Destroy You, Ego Death, I May Destroy You, Eyes 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 Eyes, uh, Mayor of East Town, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground Railroad, and Wandavision. Uh, what have you gone with here? Mayor of Easttown. Mm, okay. Uh, I've gone The Queen's Gambit. I think. Yeah. I think the directing in that is really good. And, like, you know, I feel like they want to find a way to give that show a little bit of love somewhere. So I'm picking this category. I think I need to somehow find the time to go back and finish watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Uh, next up, we've got writing for a limited series or movie. The nominees are I May Destroy You, Mayor of East Town, The Queen's Gambit, WandaVision, All New Halloween Spooktacular, WandaVision, Filmed Before a Live Studio Audience, and WandaVision, Previously On. I've gone with I May Destroy You, uh, a fresh voice, uh, very well written and, and like really good dialogue and that kind of stuff. So I think this picks it up. What do you think, Dylan? I would like that, but I've gone with Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm committed. Committed going all in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next in. up, television movie. The nominees are Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square, Oslo, uh, Robin Roberts presents Mahala. Uh, mm, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Sylvie's Love and Uncle Frank. What have you gone with here, Dylan? <laughs> Um, I went with Uncle Frank, because out of all these, I've watched none of them, and Uncle Frank, I know, was directed by Alan Ball, and I like Alan Ball, um, so that's why I picked it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone with Sylvie's Love. That's one of the ones that I've saw get a bit of love for best movies of the year at the end of last year, so uh, 
I think obviously it got caught up in the shuffle of Amazon Prime. I think it I think it came out around the same time as Small Axe and Small Axe kind of took all the oxygen in the the room. Oh, imagine if Small Axe was nominated here. Oh no, wait, it's not a movie. Oh wait, it's not a TV series. Oh wait, where the fuck does Small Axe got nominated? Oh wait, it doesn't get nominated anywhere. Cool. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Uh <laughs> And then best limited or anthology series, the nominees are I May Destroy You, Mayor of Town, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground Railroad, and WandaVision. I've gone with Mayor of Town. I think recency bias is going to help it get over the line. I've also gone with Mayor of Town. Okay, good to know, good to know. It's a good show. It is. It won't. <laughs> can't. Can't fault it if it won because it's pretty. If I pick it for nearly everything, I have to get at least some right. <laughs> you would hope so. There's no way it's not winning anything. I'll be fucking shocked if that show doesn't win anything. Come on. All right. Uh, next up, best directing in a drama series. The nominees are Bridgerton, Diamond of the First Water, The Crown, Fairy Tale, The Crown, War, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, The Wilderness, The Mandalorian, Chapter Nine, The Marshal, and Pose. Series finale. Dylan, what have you got here? Um, I went with The Crown War because that sounds like a big eventful episode where directing was probably an important factor. <laughs> um, otherwise, I've literally seen one of these things. I've only seen The Marshal. The rest of this I have not watched and The Crown usually does well at the Emmys. So I'm just assuming it's a crowned episode. Then I had a 50-50 shot of getting it right. So I went with War. Uh, yeah, I've also gone with Crown the War. Um, I believe that's the one that everyone was talking about. Uh, okay, good. That was the standout episode from memory. Uh, but yeah, I guess we'll... This will we'll, help my next... This we'll, will help the next category. Yeah, well, we'll, he- we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I, I'm i going to say Crown is going to do very well this year with uh, arguably a lesser competition. Uh, due to other stuff not being out. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into best writing for a drama series. The nominees are The Boys, What I Know, The Crown, War, The Handmaid's Tale, Home, Lovecraft, Country, Sundown, The Mandalorian, Chapter 13, The Jedi, The Mandalorian, Chapter 16, The Rescue, and Poe's series finale. I've gone with The Crown, War. For what I, I said point before. out again... How low the quality that the shows are this year that The Mandalorian gets nominated twice. And like, I like The, the Mandalorian, but best writing. I'm pretty sure it's just John Favreau going, like, walking into a room with a bunch of his action figures and going, What do you reckon would happen if this happened next, guys, and this, and then we do this? And everyone goes, Cool, let's do that. What if our and main character, show. like, said nothing and then he was interacting with yeah. the child that doesn't speak? Come on. Best writing? <laughs> I enjoy that show, but best writing. Best writing. Um, yeah, I went with The Crown War. Mm, okay. Uh, next up, best directing in a comedy series. The nominees are Be Positive, Pilot, The Flight Attendant, In Case of Emergency, Hacks, There Is No Line, Pilot, uh, Mum, Scooby-Doo, Checks, and Solbury Steaks, uh, Ted Lasso, Biscuits, Ted Lasso, The Hope That Kills You, and Ted Lasso, Make Rebecca Great Again. What have you gone with here? I went with Biscuits. Okay. I've gone with The Hope That Kills You, the season finale. Ooh. So. I feel like Biscuits is the uh, defining episode 
early in the show. Interesting. Yeah. Set the tone. For the it's, not the, it's not the pilot that everyone falls in love with, I feel. I feel like the pilot's fine. Mm. It's after that. Gotta get to Biscuit. Alright. Uh, next up, best writing in a comedy series. The nominees are The Flight Attendant, in case of emergency, Girls 5 Ever, Pilot, Hacks, There Is No Line Pilot, Pen15 Play, Ted Lasso, Make Rebecca Great Again, and Ted Lasso Pilot. I've gone with the pilot here, I think. Uh, it's well written and, you know, it does a he- lot of heavy lifting of setting up a lot of things for the season, you know, while being a solid episode in and of itself. After everything I just said, I've obviously picked Make Rebecca Great Again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, next category is Best Most Outstanding Competition Program. Nominees are The Amazing Race, Nailed It, RuPaul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. I've gone with RuPaul's Drag Race. What have you gone with, Dylan? I've gone with RuPaul's Drag Race wins it every year. I think, yeah, it's on a three-year winning streak. Um, I don't th- see it getting toppled over unless the show has a massive controversy or something new comes out that knocks everything out of the water. Because you know? what? All and these shows are like... One of the other <laughs> spin-off RuPaul shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, you look at this category... <laughs> Nailed it is the the most the newest show and it's in season five. All the other ones are in the double rest digits. Are up to like season twenty something. Yeah. So, no, come on, US television, come up with some better ideas for shows. All right. Uh, next up, best supporting actress in a drama series. The nominees are Gillian Anderson for The Crown, Helen Bottom Carter for The Crown, Madeline Brewer for The Handmaid's Tale, and Dowd for The Handmaid's Tale. Arjuan Ellis for Lovecraft Country, Emerald Fennel for The Crown, Yvonne Strahovski for The Handmaid's Tale, and Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's Tale. What have you gone with here, Dylan? Uh, I went with Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown. Interesting. I've gone with Gillian Anderson for The Crown, you know, which will be partly for a role in sex education. The, you know, the goodwill from that. We will, can take that. Okay, take that win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. The nominees are Giancarlo Esposito for The Mandalorian, O.T. Fagbanel for The Handmaid's Tale, John Lithgow for Perry Mason, Tobias Menzies for The Crown, Max Minghella for The Handmaid's Tale, Chris Sullivan for This Is Us, Bradley Whitfield for The Handmaid's Tale, and Michael K. Williams for Lovecraft Country. Uh, I've gone with Michael K. Williams. I've seen a lot of buzz before the last week or so for his performance in that show. Uh, pretty much p- kind of putting him forward as the favorite, or at least the person to most likely ruin the crown's sweep of the Emmy Awards. Um, and I think it just the timing might just work out. Dylan? I've also gone Michael K. Williams because... He was already really good in that show, and I feel like most people said he was one of the strongest parts of that show. And I don't know, when the voting was officially closed, but does his um, unfortunate passing help push him I, over the line? I would I assume know. the voting would have finished by then, but he's an actor who's been like nominated, I think I read like four of the last seven years, in a di- at least hmm. some different category, so he's probably due for awards, so this might be it. Hopefully, we don't get a... <laughs> Don't get a uh, Anthony Hopkins situation here. Yeah. Don't close the note on this one. 
next up, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. The nominees are A.D. Bryant for Saturday Night Live, Hannah Ironbinder for Hacks, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, Rosie Perez for The Flight Attendant, Cecily Strong for Saturday Night Live, Juno Temple for Ted Lasso, and Hannah Weddingham for Ted Lasso. Dylan, what have you gone here? I've gone with Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. Um, it's funny because I was like picking this and I'm like, oh yeah, it's like, can't remember what season one's like, you know, because we're watching season two and whatever else. But because um, I don't know, she's like for the first three, four episodes where she's just a bitch. And it's like, she's not that engaging of a character. It's more when they start getting into her, like you, you realize why she's doing what she's doing because of her husband and all that stuff. Then she becomes like a bit more of an interesting character. So, but Obviously, she's a lot more engaging from that moment onwards to season two. But yeah, I'm still picking her. Yeah, I'm also picking uh, Hannah Winningham. You know, I think she's obviously. I'm surprised she isn't lead. To be perfectly honest, uh, but who the fuck is the lead actress from that show? There, there isn't, isn't one. There isn't so one. it is her. In my exactly. opinion, it so would it be. Her. But they're putting her as a supporting they're try- cast. They're trying to get better chance for her. Yeah, I mean, she would have had a better chance in lead. At least they're not splitting the vote between her and Juno Temple, potentially. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, I think, obviously, huge and, like, some of the biggest moments involve her of the show. And uh, she's very funny and unexpected and, you know, yeah, her, important, integral to the success of that show. Uh, next category, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. The nominees are Carl Clemens Hopkins for Hacks, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, Brendan Hunt for Ted Lasso, Nick Muhammad for Ted Lasso. Uh, Paul Reiser for The Kaminsky Method, Jeremy Swift for Ted Lasso, Kenan Thompson for Saturday Night Live, and Bowen Yang for Saturday Night Live. Uh, out of all the Ted Lasso supporting characters, I went with Brett Goldstein, because Roy Kent, you see, he's there, he's every fucking way Roy Kent. <laughs> I too went with Roy fucking Kent. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the actual actually shows up, uh... Seeing as your CG model. Just walks on stage and goes, Oi, really? fuck off. And then walks off stage. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, cuts himself so he starts bleeding. You know, just to prove that he's real. He touches whoever the presenter is. <laughs> My favorite thing about seeing people who haven't watched Ted Lasso is they think it's like a PG comedy. I swear a lot of people. And then like, you go to watch it for the first time, you got this, you go, yeah, fuck off, you. <laughs> you know, like, it's, no, just, yeah. it's a lot of swearing. Right? Yeah. I mean, the. The coolest thing is, you know, all these apparently parents are letting all these kids watch it because, you know, sure there's a swearing. <laughs> they think it's a they yeah. no, because they know the swearing's in there, but you know, it's so good that they're willing to put up with the swearing. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Apple. Well, I mean, if he swears in front of his, he swears in front of his niece or whatever niece. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. just said he swears in front of her, but um, she never swears, and they show that kids can hear swearing, but they know they shouldn't swear. So she doesn't copy him. No, There's I the, don't know. the moral. Have you story. watched the most recent episode? I have not watched the most recent okay. episode. So is everything I just said totally wrong? Not entirely. Okay. It's a plot point, this most recent episode. So The swearing is. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting timing. All right. Uh, let's move on. Best lead actor in a drama series. Switch it up. Uh, the nominees are Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Jonathan Majors, Lovecraft Country, uh, Josh O'Connor for The Crown, uh, Reggie Jean Page for Bridgerton, Billy Porter for Pose, and Matthew Reese for Perry Mason. Dylan, what have you gone with here? I went with Billy Porter for Pose. 
final season. Um, yeah, I mean that's. I guess that's it. Final season. Yeah, have an Oscar. Um, have a <laughs> have both. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't he got? <laughs> uh, I've gone with Josh O'Connor here uh, purely because the Crown has been getting all the love from what we've seen. So, would shock me if he picks it up here. Uh, next up, lead actress in a drama series. The nominees are Uza Abduba for In Treatment, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Emma Corrin for The Crown, Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale, and Jamie Rodriguez for Pose, and Journey Smollett for Lovecraft Country. I've gone with Emma Corrin. Uh, the praise around her performance as Princess Diana has been unanimous. She's picking up awards left, right, and center. Uh, even though she's up against Olivia Coleman, I think she picks it up here. Dylan. Everything you just said makes a lot of sense. However, <laughs> I've gone with Olivia Coleman. <laughs> I feel like she just attracts awards at this stage. So, I I, did she? I think she won last time. For she wins everything she's in. No, Doesn't but matter. like last season, I can't remember. I think so. Yeah, it's my memory. Sure. All right. Next up, best lead actor in a comedy series. The nominees are. Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, William H. Macy for Shameless, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, and Keenan Thompson for Keenan. Dylan, what have you gone here? Ted Lasso. Jason Sudeikis. Biscuits. Yeah, I can't see him not winning this. This is like most shoo-in. Or win. Surely. Arguably, yeah. None of, no one else in this... No offense to everyone else, but I just don't see where the competition is. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, it's just... I don't see anything. Surely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, lead actress in a comedy series. The nominees are A.D. Bryant for Shrill, Kelly Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Alison Janney for Mum, Mom, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish, and Jean Smart for Hacks. I've gone with Jean Smart for Hacks. I think it's just where she picks up her award for tonight. And, you know, she's brilliant in Hacks, that TV series you can watch on Sand right now. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Dylan. I've also picked Jean Smart. I've not watched Jonas, although I do want to watch this show. However, I did say before, um, she should win everything. So You're she's going to win everything. Well. <laughs> I would love for her to win Best Supporting for something and then win Best Lead later. That'd be fucking amazing. And one's for a drama series and one's for a comedy. What range she shows she has. Yeah. I mean, she was robbed yeah. last year, so. Let's pick true. it up here. All right. I'll end up with the last two categories. Uh, most outstanding drama series. The nominees are The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, and This Is Us. Dylan, what have you gone with here? I've gone with The Crown because why would you pick something else? Yeah, I've also got the crown. <laughs> it is the most uh, Emmy-like show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the most easiest sell to Emmy voters. So yeah, that seems like it'll win. Uh, and then we finish up with best, most outstanding comedy series. The nominees are Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant, Hacks, The Kaminsky Method, Pen Fifteen, and Ted Lasso. I've gone Ted Lasso. I'm assuming you've gone Ted Lasso, Dylan. I have not. I've pulled a spanner out of the works. And I'm saying hacks. Wow. Only because I feel like they could Ted Lasso could pick up some of these other things. I actually feel like hacks is more a Emmy voter type comedy show to win best show 
than Ted Lasso is. Wow, one point. Saving the so, biggest shocker for the end of the show. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I picked fucking Emily in Paris <laughs> or something <laughs> crazy. Like, <laughs> no, I think you get. I mean, Hacks is definitely a close, but you know that Ted Lasso first season was beloved. Uh, there is discussion that maybe the backlash to season two could diminish its chances. Uh, even though the backlash to season two was fucked and shouldn't be talked about, that's completely wrong. Uh, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess we will see how we do at these Emmy predictions. Of course, you can let us know what your Emmy predictions are by going to explosion.com slash Twitter and letting us know on Twitter or jump to our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. Uh, if you want to help us out, leave us a review for what you want to watch on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser or tell people about the show. And if you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosionnetwork.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess.